prayer is that each and every soul here would understand and grasp what it means to be saved. What it means to be here. What it means to get up every Sunday and drive all the way here. Come and sit here. So we're going to talk about salvation today. What does it mean when someone says salvation? What do we mean by that? And what are we being saved from? What do we mean by salvation? Anybody wants to help? Anybody want to tell me what he or she understands by salvation? So, us, good. Um, to deliver yourself from sin. Say it again. Deliver yourself from sin. Be delivered from sin. Okay, and who else? So it is important that we we have the basis or the foundation of why we are Christians or why we say we are Christians. If we don't have that, we cannot build on what anything. I mean, that's the basis of being a Christian. If I say I'm a Christian and I don't have that, being saved. I'm not saved, but then I profess that I'm a Christian and I come to church every day. That is a waste of my time. And um, also, being good and doing good all the time, being nice, being kind, respecting our parents, listening to our teachers, doing the good things, being doing all those good things in the world, it's not enough. And I pray today that as simple as the messages, God himself will talk to you guys. Okay? If there is time, I will see if we can play a video. It's a short video. So be safe from our sins. And what else? What are we being saved from? Our sins. She said our sins. Okay. So in Romans um, 3.32, it says, Everyone has sinned and falls short of God's standard requirement. Okay. So you guys understand that we've all sinned and we are all sinners. And we all fall short of God's standard requirement, just like it writes. So what can we do to be saved? Like I'm saying, if we come to church every Sunday, if we do all the good things in the world, and we don't get the foundation of being a Christian, that is being saved, having our salvation, it means that we are doing what? Zero work. 
okay so I pray that this is a very short message but I pray that everyone will get it okay trust me when we stand here we are tasked if I tell you all the problems that I have and I still come here to teach you will be amazed why do I try to overcome all of that and come in here and stand here because God is I'm being tasked okay I am being tasked it's, if I want I want to be sleeping in my bed okay you guys is it not it's easy to be sleeping in your beds too but then we are all being tasked so we want to make sure that why we are here the reason why we are here we actually know and we are achieving it okay we don't want to come here without any um knowing the purpose and the reason why we are here okay i want us to bow down our hearts in prayer our father in heaven you have brought us into this world and you you who love us so much and want our souls to be saved we thank you for the time of being here we thank you for the message that you're going to give us today father help us father as mere human as we are help us understand that we are just sent and that we came into this world with nothing and that we are going into this uh, we're going out of the world with nothing we ask you to help us acknowledge the fact that millions of people have died and we are no exception we pray to help us acknowledge the fact that anything can happen anytime and we also pray to help us acknowledge the fact to know what to do what is right to do for our souls what is right to do in times like this we pray that this message that you're going to give us will sink deep down into our hearts will sink in our souls and that we will live with it we thank you for a message in jesus name we pray amen so the bible says that all have sinned and fall short of god's standard requirement right so what is sin well, what is sin who wants to tell me what sin is before i tell you what i have that's my baby stacy well we were taught that it was a thought a speech or an act or anything that does not please god yes of course anything at all that does not please God right so anybody anybody has an idea of what any any idea of what sin is any examples anything at all okay that's okay so doing things our way 
instead of what doing things God's way is sin but and like I told you we have to we have to have a purpose of why we are here why we come here right we have to know why and we have to have the, that foundation of being a Christian so what is actually missing is that we can always do good we can always be kind and then still fall short of what is required of us and that is when we don't have salvation okay so the bad stuff we do disappoint our parents lying to our teachers and all of that they are all sin but I also want to say that Somebody can do all of those good things, not lie, obey their parents, and still not meet the requirements because they don't have the foundation. That's the salvation. Okay. Romans 6.23, it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is what? Eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. And we want to have this eternal life. That's one thing we all want to know that we have. If we get up every Sunday and come here, we want to make sure that we are saved. That is the basis. And then what? And then we live in truth and in, in kindness and all of that. Other than that, even if we do all of that, it's, it's going to be a waste. So the Bible wants us to make sure that we are in the right as far as God's requirement is concerned. Um, the first part, it says, for the wages of sin is death. The first part is scary. But the good news is that he, he also goes ahead to say that, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord eternal life so that is what we are here we are all here we all want eternal life and so that is our focus how do we get this eternal life how do we get it so it's true that we all have sinned and as humans we're going to continue to sin because we are not eternal beings yet. We're going to continue to make mistakes. But when we are Christians, we don't sit in our mistakes. We don't continue to sin. We try as much as possible to stay out of sin. So the second part, like I said, offers us hope and what? True. That we can, we can have what? Eternal life in Christ Jesus. God made a way for us to have life with him forever. And that is what we call salvation. So for us to be saved is to, we have, we have, a, it's very simple. It's, it's, it's amazingly simple. Okay. But then we have to be determined. And I always, I'll keep saying I think to myself most of the time, I say, when I lose my job or when I, when I die right now, what is my job going to do? They're going to work perfectly fine without me. 
if I don't make the grace at school, I'm still going to be alive. We're still going to be alive, right? If we don't make the grace, if we make, like if we fail our tests, we're still going to be um, moving on. But if we die and we don't go to heaven or we don't have eternal life like we are supposed to, that is the worst thing ever that will happen to us. I always say that we go to school and get certificates. And then we paste them on the walls. And then we go to work and make money. And we save money in our accounts. But all these things, when we die today, we are going to leave them behind. So as important as those things are, it means that there is something more important than those things. Okay, those things are very important. I would not say they are not. Our jobs are important. Our schooling is important. But then in life, we have to know what is more important, and then we come down, and then we prioritize what we are going to put our energy in. Okay? So as much as I want to succeed in everything. I want to succeed at work. I want to succeed at um, in saving money in my account, my saving account. I want to do all of that. I want to be a millionaire. I want to make sure that I know that there is something more important because my accounts, my bank accounts will be there when I die today. Are you guys getting me? So today, whilst you all are here, I pray to God that you guys will, will catch, you will grasp the importance, importance of why you are here, why you come here every day, every, every, every Sunday morning. And we try to teach you to what? to acknowledge God every day in your life, even when you are going to school, when you are going to the bus, when you, are, you woke up in the morning. Remember I said, whenever we wake up in the morning, we want to acknowledge God of what he has done for us, for waking us up. You guys remember that? We want to do that. Trust me. I, I, I just, I said that. It's not about standing here, that brings us here. That brings us, the teachers here. Because trust me, so many things happening as far as I'm concerned in my life. If I tell you some of the things, some will knock you guys down for the floor. But then we still come here to stand because there's something more important. Something more important We focus on the important things. We focus on the important things. And so the most important thing that we are telling you, and the reason why we get out of all the problems in our, in our families, all the issues that is going on with our life, 
all the health issues that we have and we still come here to stand here. It's for you guys to be saved, for your souls to be saved. And I pray that you guys craft that today. Okay? So, salvation of Christ is compulsory for every believer. If you don't have, if you are not saved, then that's a waste of time. That is a waste of time. Okay? We want to make sure we're getting that foundation. We are saved. And it is not by our strength. Actually, when we look into the Bible, the way he says it, it's very simple. And we're going to go through that. It is the only way that you can live a purposeful life on earth and also make it to heaven on the last day. And the last day meaning not the end of the, 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 the world. The last day might be tomorrow for somebody. The last day might be the next hour. Okay? So we always sit, sit here or sit at home and think that we are promised tomorrow. And that's how we all think. But that's not how it's supposed to be. We want to be prepared when it happens. I see a lot of people at the end of their life. I don't even have the time to think about their salvation because that's where I work. All I do is to do medical stuff. But then when I think about it, it's like, wow. Anybody can be in that position. Whether you're a child, whether you're a parent, whether you're a pastor, it doesn't matter. This is the message that God wants us. He wants us to be saved. Salvation actually means the new birth, which is the starting point of being a Christian. And if we don't have it, then we cannot build up on it. Okay? So we get that foundation, and then we build up on it. We learn how to live as, as, as Christians. So, well, I want us to, I told you I have a very short message, but I pray that you guys get it. Okay? So, being saved, it says that letting go our carnal self and getting filled with the word of God and the Holy Spirit. But then we have few things to do to be saved. And I pray to God to help us to grasp that and then move on and build on. Move on and build on. So, I don't know anybody who know if anybody knows the um, Pharisee called Nicodemus. Nicodemus, who knows Nicodemus? You want to say something about Nicodemus? In um, John three one to six, so Nicodemus asked Jesus, "How can I be born again?" And then Jesus told him, "How how can I?" He said, um, can we just read that? John 3, 1, 1 to 6. 
how can I get born again? And then Jesus answered to him. He was thinking about being going to her mother's his mother's womb and then being born again. But that's not what Jesus meant. John three one to six. Let me read it quickly. So there was a Jewish leader named Nicodemus, a Pharisee, came to speak with Jesus. Jesus, teacher, he said, we all know that God has sent you to teach. Your miraculous signs are proof enough that God is with you. Jesus replied, I assure, I assure you, unless you were born again, you can never see the kingdom of God. What do you mean? exclaimed Nicodemus. How can an old man go back into his mother's womb and be born again? And then Jesus replied, The truth is, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. Humans can reproduce only human life, but the Holy Spirit gives new life from heaven. Okay? So to be saved, we need the Spirit of God to help us. It's a spiritual thing. And we, we ask God to help us. So how do we get born again? First of all, like I told you, it's very simple. God makes it very simple. It's very interesting how simple it is. We don't go ahead bring like bringing cows you know in Africa if you have to do some type of sanctification and all of those things they need fowls cows it's a big thing big issue but God is making this very simple for us even as we sit here because he doesn't want us to lose our souls he doesn't want us to lose he doesn't want to lose us we can actually sit here and make it happen and if that has not happened for you then you can take this moment for it to happen for you. So the first one is acceptance phase. Accept Christ as what? Your Lord and Savior Jesus. All right? Very simple. Our minds, our hearts, our souls. We want to accept Christ as our Lord and Savior. We agree that we need God in our lives. That's it. And then the second one is believing with our hearts that we have sinned and that the blood of Jesus is able to wash our sins away. Is that difficult? Do we have to cut any goats or do anything no we don't have to do any big thing all we have to do is to sit here and believe so that if anything happens to us like I said things are happening in the world we have end time stuff that is going on nobody knows tomorrow and we want to have that here that here when even we move out of this room in our hearts, in our minds, and in our souls. 
we want to make sure that the acceptance, accepting Christ as our Savior is within our spirits. We don't have to, you don't have to bring any cash. You don't have to pay any cash for this. No money. You, you know, Christ actually has made it very simple for us. We don't need money to buy this. All, as, as I'm speaking to you right now, it, sh- it can be happening for you if you are accepting Christ right now. So the second part is to believe with our hearts that we have sinned and the blood of Jesus can wash our sins. And then the third part, confess with our mouth the prayer of salvation. If we are ready, and we want to make sure that if the next moment, if we step out there, if anything happens to us, we will be ready. That's what we have to do. Okay. When we stand here, we don't speak our words. We speak God's word. Okay. We just come here to stand here because... Like I said, we are tasked. But it is God who is speaking to you guys. This is not my word. This is God's word. And you want to accept it. You want to accept it with your whole heart. Because, like I always will say, our parents are children of God. Our grandparents are children of God. And you guys are children of God. And as much as he expects from them to be, God expects you guys. Because I've seen little kids who have done great things. And God does not distinguish or differentiate. It is only when you accept it with your spirit and your soul. And then he will just use you. He's not going to He doesn't distinguish between whether you have to go to pastoral school or not. If you sit here right now and you accept that he is God, and you accept with your heart and soul, and you are ready to do whatever he promises, trust me, he will use you. He he doesn't look at how black you are, how tall you are, what kind of certificate you have, how much English you speak, he doesn't look at those things. How well you sing, that is not it. That's not important at all. So, the fourth part is living Christ-like. You know, you saw Uncle came to stand here and talk to you guys. So, after you accept Christ, you need to live like Christ. It doesn't happen overnight. Sometimes it takes so many years. I'm 50 years, and it's taking me all this while to try and live like Christ. And I'm still working on myself. We don't stand here as perfect beings. Like I told you, I have so much issues. But then the important stuff, I'm not going to let any problem distract me. Because I know what is important. I'm still learning that I will not let any human being 
stand between what I have to do as far as my salvation and what I have to do for God is concerned. No human being should stand between you and your God if you do the right thing. So living Christ-like and others seeing that reflection in you, learning, reading the word of God, it's just like wanting to be like Christ. Salvation is protocol. Demonstration, the protocol demonstration of Jesus' lifestyle. So when you are saved, you, you realize, even though when that happens, there's a lot of spiritual things that happens. And I always say, human beings, we are not just physical beings. We are what? Spiritual beings. I know that might be a big word, but we need to understand that. We need to get that right. Because if we are going to die, everybody here will die one day. That's spiritual. And we don't know. We don't know. And interestingly, we didn't know how we came into this world. We don't have that power. He did, he, he, he's hidden that secret from us. And so that means that we want to continue to be the wisest, to be the smartest. This generation, I always say, you guys are smart. You know what to do, what is important. It's a smart generation. And being smart is knowing what is important. Being smart is knowing what is important. Living like Christ. Not allowing the devil to step between us and our salvation or our soul, saving our soul. Because this body will die, we will die. God will help us that we'll get this eternal life that he has for us. So, as you see on the paper that I shared, I, I just came across that and I'm like, let me just print it out. It says the ABC, number one, number two, number three. And the fourth one, which probably is the number D, is to live a lifestyle, a Christ-like lifestyle. So I have come to the end of the message, and I pray that this will be deposited straight down into your souls. And then we will all one day make it to heaven. Because remember, this place is not our home. This place is not our home. And God, by his own grace, will help us. Okay? And like I said, the first three takes really quick but the third one as you live your lives living our lives like Christ it's a process it's a progress thing 
that we have to consciously try and live like that. We don't get angry easily. We don't lie on our friends. We don't hate our friends. That is living like Christ, right? So this comes after all these three things. So as we bow down our heads, I want to invite Uncle Albert. So we talked about salvation. And Uncle Albert will lead some of us in a prayer of salvation. Salvation prayers. I wanted to just focus on it and just think about the words in this prayer. And I start praying with you. Lord Jesus, I acknowledge the f- that you died on the cro- cross for, of Calvary for my sins. It is you who can give me good life and eternal inheritance. That I confess my sins to you and at this moment come into my life. Be my savior. I want the Holy Spirit to dwell in me. Give me the grace to study and meditate on your word. I pray for your salvation in Jesus' name. Let the saints say amen. I mean, somebody. <laughs>